Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you joining me. And today, we are going to talk about how to show interest in a woman and what to do when you run into a hypersensitive girl who gets butthurt at the drop of a hat, particularly when it comes to what you're doing with other girls. One of the central tenets of my teaching is to fill the top of your pipeline with as many women as possible so that the good ones come out the bottom not only because you want as many girls as possible to choose from so we can put you in an abundance mentality, but also because when it comes to this game, it's super fickle, super duper fickle. It's about as reliable as the weatherman predicting the weather, which as you guys know, is only right about 50% of the time. You're gonna get flakes, you're gonna get girls who can't come out with you for whatever reason. You're gonna get girls who get butt hurt because of what you do, which we're gonna talk about today. So from quantity, we get quality. I want you guys talking to as many girls as you can, texting with as many girls as you can, preferably not having sex with multiple girls at once, which I'll get into in a second. But when you fill the top of your pipeline with as many prospects as possible, then these kinds of things can be avoided and you can handle them more effectively. Before I jump into the content, I wanna read you guys a quick review. I don't know why I don't do this more often. I have guys in my three-month coaching program who almost to a man email me after the coaching program completely unsolicited telling me how awesome the program was, but it's just like I take a screenshot of it and then I put it in the old folder testimonials yet to publish, which my lazy ass barely ever gets around to doing, and they just sit there collecting dust. And I was talking to somebody the other day. They're like, how do you get people to sign up for your free breakthrough session where they get to get on the phone with you for free? and talk to you about their issues with women for 30 minutes to 45 minutes and talk about whether or not they're a good fit for my coaching program. I'm like, I just mentioned it, you know, on my podcast, talk about it a little bit on my website, it's offered, et cetera. And he's like, why don't you read testimonials from people who have been through the program? I'm like, God damn, you're a genius, bro. Why don't I do that more often? So I'm gonna knock this out real quick, boys, and then we'll go ahead and get right into the content. All right, Glenn. This one's from you, buddy. I really do appreciate you. Miss you so much, man, if you still listen to the podcast. This was actually a couple months ago that he finished. I have several others that I intend to read, but let's go with this one. This is actually just the first one I clicked on, and I was like, ah, this sounds pretty good. All right, hi, Mark. I learned so much from your coaching program and have so many girls in my life at the moment because I implemented what you taught me in your course. I am seriously glad that I applied and went through your coaching program because it has made a huge difference in my success with women. Your program covered so much information about how to approach women, what to talk about in conversation, how to react to women's challenges, how to make them laugh, and how to keep them interested. I learned a ton, and ton is capitalized, boys. Can you believe it? The dude capitalized ton of information from you. Your coaching program is so, and so is also capitalized. Damn, Glenn, you really brought out the bells and whistles, dog. Your coaching program is so useful, and I recommend it to any guy that wants women in their life. Listen to this, boys. Like I said, I now have so many women in my life. I've had sex with multiple women during and since your program where before I wasn't dating anybody. And that is thanks to your coaching program. Thank you so much, Mark. Much love from Glenn. Glenn, 
I'm so happy to have you, brother. You were awesome. And yeah, man, you grew by leaps and bounds as all my guys do when they join the program. So to you, brother, the guy who is listening, if you've been thinking about getting on that free, that's right, F-R-E-E breakthrough session with me, do it now, man. Sign up at my website, coachmarksing.com. Click on coaching and fill in the goddamn slap in the Jesus and you and I will get on that one-on-one call together. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the content. So how do you show interest to a woman? All right, the reason I have to record this is because so many of you, and God knows I was guilty of this too, express way too much interest in a woman way too soon. As I've talked about many times in this podcast, it usually takes a little longer for women's attraction to mature than it does guys' attraction. Why? Because we're very visual. If she's hot, she's hot, unless she has an absolutely horrendous personality, which does happen, boys. If she's pretty decent to talk to, then our attraction is there right up front. And with women, it takes a little bit of time. So as men, we kind of have to monitor ourselves because we can get way too interested, way too thirsty, way too spazzy, following up too much, showing too much interest way too soon. This happens so often with guys, God knows it's happened with me, where we're too thirsty, we're too needy, and we blow ourselves out, right? A lot of you guys listening are sitting there nodding your head being like, yep, that was definitely me in the past. So we have rules in place that manage how much pull, which means pulling her into you, showing her interest, showing her how much you like her, showing how much you're thinking about her as you lay in bed, dreaming of puppy dogs and ice cream and little Jessica as you fantasize about your future with her and you're acting like a beta cuck by reaching out to her way too much. So as your coach, it's my job to hold you to these certain rules. And one of those rules is called the 80-100 rule. Okay, the 80-100 rule dictates that you basically wanna give her 80% of the interest that she's giving you. So as a simple example, and this is very rare, it's just an example, everybody calm down. If she wants to hang out five times a week, what's 80% of five? Come on, boys, do that math, that's right. You're a smart motherfucker. Four, you would hang out with her four times a week. Okay, so she wants to hang out five, you do four. She gives you, just an example, five compliments, you give her about four. She gives you five expressions of interest, wanting to hang out, liking your social media stuff, texting you, basically expressing interest in you, you wanna give her about 80%. So why do we do this? Like right off the bat, why do we do this? Well, first and foremost, as I just said, because if we give her more than that, honestly, I've researched the shit out of this, have been with thousands of women myself, and not only that, but perhaps more importantly, all the dudes that I've coached, this fucking works to build attraction, okay? Is we hold ourselves back and only give her 80% because if we give her more, it gets us blown out. It just is proven time and time again. If we give her especially like more than 100%, we wanna hang out with her more than she wants to hang out with us. We're complimenting her more than she compliments us. We're giving her more general pulls, trying to take her in the direction that we wanna take her in without consulting her desire for us first. It gets us rejected time and time and time and time again. All you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. And for you female listeners, this is just the way it works, okay? Here's how attraction works. I didn't create the game. I created the rules to beat the game. And this is how it fucking works. The man has to be the one in power in order for the woman to be sexually attracted to him in the realm of dating, okay? Some people write me sometimes and they're like, yo, you're a misogynist. You think guys need to be more powerful than women. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is in the context of seduction, to get a woman's vagina wet, the man has to be the one in power. He has to be the one leading. He has to want less. Time and time again, it's been proven. I don't care who says something else. 
it's fucking true. And truth cannot be argued with because guys who give her exactly what she wants at all times, guys who are totally available, totally thirsty, they get blown out. So again, I didn't create the game, but I am creating rules to beat the game, which is give her 80%. Why? Because femininity follows. That's what it wants to do. That's what it gets. It's sexually turned on. So the follower always has to want more than the leader in this kind of relationship, this purely sexual relationship. And one other thing I wanted to say, when it comes to male-female dynamics, I believe in complete equality. In fact, I'm thinking about inviting my girlfriend, Marissa, to come on as a guest because we talked about this based on some of the comments, some of the emails I've been getting. And she's like, they don't understand. Like, let me come on the podcast and help explain it from a female perspective. And I'm like, you know what? We might do that. But this is basically what we would say is in the seduction context, in the romantic context, the sexual context, the man has to be the leader. The leader in any relationship is always the person who wants less. That's the person who has the quote unquote power. It doesn't mean women are less than us, okay? When it comes to other parts of our relationship, as an example, Marissa and I, the baby is her realm. She's the leader when it comes to the child because she just understands it intuitively. That's her job as a female. That's her job as the child's mom. And I say, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm a fucking sea donkey. What do I do with this poop-filled diaper? Maybe I should just slap it on the ceiling and leave it there because I don't know where the fuck it goes. And she's like, you put it over here. Here's how you put the diaper on. Don't forget to put desitin on this thing and do this and that. And I'm like, all right, dude, just tell me what to do. Okay, that's the baby context. In other contexts in our relationship, she leads as well. But generally, especially sexually and romantically, seduction-wise, the man has to be a leader. You'll never convince me otherwise. So how do we become the leader? Again, it's that 80-100 rule. You only give her 80% of what she wants. Now, this begs the question, what if she doesn't get enough of that? What if she feels like you're not showing her enough interest? Well, 80%, and this is why we have the rule, usually lands you in the correct amount where we still wanna show her interest because she's a human being and she wants to know that she's wanted, particularly if she wants you. So many of us, and I was definitely included in this, go like this. We start as too thirsty, too needy. So then we pull back and we start giving way less. We get some results, but then girls start getting butthurt. They start getting hypersensitive because we're not giving them enough. So I've calibrated it. I've dialed it in to be that 80% rule. 80% of what she gives you gives you the perfect balance of pull versus push, keeps you in the power position, keeps you leading the frame so that she can get turned on. And this is what women want sexually. They want the guy to lead them. They do. You will not convince me otherwise. And it's not, again, against women. I'm not saying they're less than us. I'm saying we're simply the leader. If one guy is leading another guy, let's say the guy is taking his friend surfing, is he saying to the other guy he's less than him? No, just because one person is leading, just because one person is kind of taking control of the frame of the situation, it doesn't have anything to do with equality or non-equality. It's just the dynamic of that particular situation in that context. And that's what we're talking about here. So overarching rule, give her 80% of what she gives you. Now, if she gives you nothing up front, she's not giving you compliments, she's not giving you pulls or anything, don't give her any pulls, okay? Just be charismatic, tell stories, use cold reading, frame control, everything that I talk about in my coaching, when she starts getting attracted, that's when you start pulling her into you. And only then do we start doing things like sexual tension, only then do we start doing things like qualifying, which are other podcasts I've recorded. But initially, we first build attraction, get her into us. Then when she's into us, we need to start pulling her too, which means we show interest in her. See how that works? And how much interest do we show? 
told you six times already in this podcast, 80%. Okay, so with that 80% rule, we are still giving her compliments. We're still pulling her, showing interest, but we do so of the dominant frame, the leader frame, which isn't, oh my God, you're so hot. I can't, oh my God, the first time I saw your tits, it was just like, oh, I almost fucking came in my pants, right? Actually, I may say that as a joke, but you get what I'm saying. You don't come from a supplication tone, put the quote unquote pussy on the pedestal as the movie 40 year old virgin says. Instead, the frame is I'm complimenting you almost like a father to his daughter. Hey, you're a great conversationalist. You know what? I really enjoy talking to you. I have a lot of fun with you. Gotta be honest with you. Your eyes are so beautiful, which would only come again, boys, if she's already complimented you and you have a couple compliments in the bucket per the 8100 rule, right? Let's say she gives you five compliments. One of them is about how awesome your biceps are. You can toss one at her about how you know gorgeous her eyes are if that's something you wanna tell her because you have that in the bucket, but again, you're only doing it to 80%. She gives you five, you give her four. She gives you three, you give her two. She gives you two, you can give her one. She gives you zero, you give her zero. Okay, no compliments up front. Unless it's in the context of a direct approach, that's a completely different topic. But aside from that one time where I will compliment women and a direct approach is basically this, hey, I saw you standing over here. I thought you were really pretty. Wanted to come meet you. What's up with your name? I'm Mark. Hey, listen, I got to get out of here right now. Since there's no other option for me, I'm going to do the only thing I can do and that's ask for your phone number so we can catch up somewhere outside the oranges section at the supermarket. Ha ha ha, grab her number. Outside of that one context, I don't compliment. But once she starts getting interested in me, and here's the important point, boys, you have to show interest to her and you have to make her feel special. When I go to the nightclubs, and I was just at the nightclubs this weekend, I'm talking to all kinds of girls, right? I'm flirting with them. They're getting into me. They're dancing on both legs, leaving snail trails down my leg. It's on. But every girl feels like I'm a fucking player. They feel like I'm an asshole. They feel like I'm a man slut. Part of the way that I avoid that is I always keep every girl at arm's length, but the other way is I make every girl feel like she's the special one. You're the special one. You're different from other girls. You're not like these other girls in this club, huh? Oh no, those girls are sluts. Like you're just different. Like you're easy to talk to. It seems like you have way more depth than some of these other girls. Is that right? Oh yeah, for sure. These fucking sluts, blah, 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 blah. When she feels like she's the special one, even if you're talking to other girls, that's gonna keep her in the bucket. Now we go into hypersensitive girls, okay? Some girls get butt hurt so easily, man. And this is where you need to test certain things like teasing, qualifying, other things that may make a girl upset if you do it in the wrong way. And this just comes from experience and it comes from kind of reading every girl individually. But the reason I wanted to talk about this is because a lot of guys have too much push in their game which happens initially when you realize that you were needy, you were Mr. Nice Guy, you were giving the frame away. So what do you do? You go to the opposite end of the spectrum, the opposite extreme, which is also wrong, which is the push, 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 not interested, man, whatever, beat it, chick. And that'll get some attraction up front, it will, because that's initially how we wanna do it. But once she gets attracted to you, then it begins pushing her away because you're not giving her enough pull. Like I just said, you got to give her that 80% pull, especially when she's really starting to get into you. So what happens? She gets butt hurt. She gets offended. She gets mad at you. She'll talk shit about you. I mean, dude, the stories that I have about girls flipping out because I was miscalibrated 
and I didn't give them enough attention back that they were giving me, and they fucking lost their shooter marble. They completely freaked out. They came unpeeled. They were a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, and I have some stories, which I'm going to do a podcast on in the future. So we always have to remember that I have to give her that little bit of pull, about 80% of what she gives me. And now here's another big point of this podcast, which I wanted to talk about. If she gets butt hurt, you have to understand that most of the time they get butt hurt because they're jealous or you didn't give them enough pull where they feel like they kind of gave themselves to you. They showed interest in you. They were vulnerable that moment and you treated that vulnerability with disrespect. You were not cognizant of it. You were not respectful of it. And so she gets mad and she may leave. She may yell at you. She may even stop texting you. And this happens to a lot of guys because they don't have that trust and connection. They don't have that balance, right? That 80-100 that I always talk about. They're not giving enough pull. Example of this, you're on a date with the girl. She starts talking to some other people, right? Couple guys, whatever. She's talking to other people, trying to kind of play some games, try to flex up on you. This stuff happens. As much as some of you guys want it not to happen, it's going to happen. So what do you do? You go talk to some other girls in the bar too, which this has happened to me so many times. Talking to other girls, getting them laughing. She looks over and she feels threatened, doesn't she? These girls may be equally as hot as or even hotter than she is. So she starts getting butt hurt. Most girls don't have as strong a frame as guys do. Most girls are more emotional than we are. They can't take that social pressure. They can't take the pain. So she walks out. Okay, so what do you do? She talks to some other dudes. So you're like, all right, you want to fucking play some games? Let's go. You talk to other girls. You're cracking them up. These girls are super into you. They're super attracted. Then she leaves. She bails. What would you do? Let's look at this from her perspective, okay? She's hurt. She's feeling insecure. She likes you, so what does she need? In this moment, she needs a pull. Now, this isn't true for every situation. Sometimes when girls have bad behavior, you want to quote-unquote punish it by not responding, saying whatever, uh, I'll just grab the phone number of these new girls and fuck that girl. But in this context, if you consider what I've been talking about and you can look at things from a broader perspective and try to put yourself in her shoes, you would be wise to text her, hey, I was having a great time with you. Where did you go? I miss you. Come back. This completely sucks. I'm going to end up on the corner of my bed in the cannonball position crying like a schoolgirl unless you come back. Or you call her and you're like, yo, what happened? Where'd you go? Oh, I just left. Like, why? What's up? What's up? She's like, well, you were flirting with those other girls, so I figured I wasn't necessary. You'd be like, no, not at all. You know, you were talking to some other people. I'm a social guy. I was talking to those girls, and to be honest with you, I was actually really having a good time with you, and I'm kind of bummed that you left. Where are you at? Come on, let's meet up, right? So she needs that little bit of validation. She needs that little bit of pull in order to keep her in the bucket. So, so many of us are like, fuck chicks. And I talk about that a lot. Like, dude, if she flucks up, just drop her. Be ready to drop her at the drop of a hat. Control the frame. Be unreactive. You don't fucking care. But here's where we show that we do care about wanting to hang out with her. We don't need her, which is always a premise of my coaching, but we want her, especially once she wants us. This goes back to girls in the nightclubs who always accuse me of being a player. When they ask me how many phone numbers I got, I always say I got nine numbers, one more, and I would have had a full phone number. Right? It makes them laugh. And then what I say is this, is I'm like, listen, you think I'm a player? Clearly, I am social. And I'm going to admit that to you. And yeah, I'm talking to some girls. But if I had to be completely honest with you, I really enjoy our conversations. I feel like you're different from most girls in here. I feel like you can have deeper conversations. You're into spirituality like I am. We laugh together. So yeah, I talk to other people because I'm social, but I really enjoy talking to you. 
So now she knows that you're talking to other girls. And even if she catches you texting with other girls, she hears that you're dating other girls as long as you're not having sex with them. And that's what I spoke about in the very beginning. When she hears that, she needs some validation. She needs some reassurance. You tell her that she's kind of like the best of all the girls you're talking to. And if she's like, why are you talking to so many girls? You could be like, you know how this is. You know how dating is, it's super fickle. Like girls will come into your life and leave. And honestly, I'm looking for my wife. And that was told to me by a past student who's now a yoga instructor. We continue to communicate. He's like, you know, girls always know that I'm kind of hooking up with girls in the yoga studio. And they always ask me like, what the hell? You're a slut. You're talking to all these girls. He's like, yo, I'm looking for my wife. And to the rational mind, to the female mind, that kind of sounds okay because you're looking for your wife, which is kind of an admirable, honorable thing. And when it really comes down to it, we actually kind of are. Right. I mean, I know for a lot of you guys, you don't want to get married tomorrow, but it's probably something you eventually want to do. And for a lot of you guys as well, if you met the most amazing woman ever, which happened to me, I did settle down and I did potentially meet my future wife. So it's not necessarily a lie, but we have to sift through the fodder in order to meet the high quality girls. So when they attack you in that way, that's something you can say, but more specifically, you have to make each girl you're talking to feel special. She's the one, she's different. Only when though, she's attracted to you. Because if you say you're the one, you're special, I don't get along with the girls the way I do with you and she doesn't like you, it's just gonna blow you out. It comes off as needy. But when she's there, when she's attracted, when she really wants you, you have to throw this in or she's gonna get butt hurt. And boys, I've had girls make scenes where it came out of fucking left field. I'm talking to some other chick. I get yanked around and I'm like, what the fuck? And there's little Amy, dude, standing there screaming at me because I'm talking to some other girl because I didn't make her feel special. Had she thought in her head that Amy's number one and I'm talking to some Mexican girl who's super hot, but it doesn't matter because I'm number one so he can go talk to her, she feels more secure. This is particularly important to show this interest when you have a lot of game and you're dealing with lots of different girls. Even if you're texting with different girls and she asks you, are you talking to other girls? You say, yeah, I am. But, and you guys know what I'm gonna say, you're the one I like the best. I really enjoy spending time with you, da, 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 da. And then when she asks you are having sex with other girls, I would always tell the truth, which was no. Because I would mostly, there's a little gray area there, but I would mostly just have sex with one girl at a time. So I was always safe. Because once you're having sex with multiple girls, then it gets really hairy. Then it gets really gray area and you can get a fucking brick thrown through your car window, which has happened to me. But as long as you're just talking to girls, you're flirting with them, you're not having sex with all these girls, and you're talking to little Amy and you make Amy feel like the special one out of all the girls, she usually won't get butt hurt. But if she does get butt hurt, particularly if she sees you getting pretty damn flirty with another girl, which happened to me many times, she sees or hears that you hooked up with some other girl who she knows, like friend of a friend, you need to really kind of rationalize with her and say, listen, I can tell XYZ has really made you upset. Come here, let's talk about this and really be real. This is the moment to be real, to be understanding, to listen to her. And she's going to admit that she likes you. Or in my case, many times, and I'm sure it's happened to you guys too, she's in love with you. I've had girls tell me they were in love with me. I had no fucking idea. I mean, I had some idea. I knew they were pretty strong, but like in love, I was like, what? You, you are? We've talked like four times. Are you kidding me, right? Well, this kind of shit happens when you have a lot of game. And this is the time you need to sit down with them. Because look, dude, she's in pain 
right? She's in pain because of your actions. You're just too alpha, just too attractive. Girls are super attracted to you. And you need to be like, yo, like, I'm sorry that my actions have hurt you. That was not my intention whatsoever. And depending on the situation, you either leave it at that or you say, you know, to be honest with you, you're the one I really enjoy talking to. I want to spend more time with you. But, you know, if you have this connotation, this rumor that I'm a player and that's not going to work for you and it's a deal breaker, cool, I understand. Let's part ways. And that's another element of it, which is I like you. I want to spend more time with you. You're awesome to talk to. I haven't clicked with anybody like this in many years. But if me talking to other people, if me having the bad reputation that I have because I'm social, because I'm not screwing all these girls, I'm just social. If that's a deal breaker for you, I understand. Let's go ahead and part ways. See, there's the other element. I want you, but I don't need you. See how that works, boys? I really want you. I love spending time with you, but you know what? If it's a deal breaker, I'm cool with that. Let's part ways. And you're willing to just drop it at the drop of a hat. Well, if she's really into you and if she thinks that she's number one in your heart, if you rationalized her in a very rational way, whatever the argument is, and you do it without emotion and you do it in a very eloquent, tactile manner, she's going to stay around. She's going to stay around. Now, this goes into some of the moral questions. Should you fuck him and leave him? No, I don't think you should. Should you be having sex with multiple girls at once? No, I don't think you should. It's blown up for me so many times. But is it okay for you to have sex with one girl all the time, be talking to five to 10 different girls at once, fill in the top of your pipeline with as many girls as possible, going on dates, maybe kissing a couple girls while you are having sex with a different girl? I think it's personally okay. And the real overarching rationale is you're looking for your wife. You're looking for the one, which is still kind of true, isn't it? All right, so to recap, boys, remember that 8100 rule, super damn important. You give her 80% of what she gives you. You don't give her anything until she gives you something. The man must be the one in power in order for sexual tension to be there. You'll never convince me otherwise, okay? The man has to control the frame. This is the way to make women wet. This is what women want. This is what they want, the vast majority of them. But rationally, you're like, oh, the man has to lead? That's inequality. This guy's a fucking misogynist because he says women are less than men. It's not what the fuck I'm saying. I'm saying women are definitely equal to men and better than men in many different ways. And yes, they too will lead certain situations depending on the context. In the context of seduction, the man leads. Okay, that's fucking rule. The second point is when women get emotionally attached to you, their chances of getting butthurt by your actions go up exponentially. To reduce this somewhat, you need to make her feel like she's number one of all the different girls you're talking to. Should she get butthurt, you need to rationalize with her in a very concise way, very calm, non-reactive, but almost like a dad consoling his daughter that, listen, this is the way it is. I didn't want to hurt you like that. I didn't realize my actions would do that to you. If it's a deal breaker, I understand. Just let me know and we'll part ways. So this is the way to handle not only showing interest to a woman. Again, guys, I cannot enunciate this enough. She has to be interested first. She has to be giving you pulls before you give her pulls, but you do it to 80%. And then this also teaches you how to deal with a girl who gets butt hurt easily, which happens all the damn time because women are sensitive and God bless them. I love that part of them. It's what makes them amazing. But you have to deal with the negative ramifications of that, particularly when you have a lot of game and you're talking to lots of different girls and you're a fucking champion in all aspects of the word. So I hope that helped you guys out. If you're interested in getting on a free one-on-one call with me, go to my website, coachmarksing.com, 
or you can click the link in the description below. Click on coaching. It's in the far top right-hand corner. There's 50 some odd, maybe even more than that testimonials. I have about probably 20 more I need to post. Just haven't gotten around to it yet, but there's a ton of testimonials. Read those all. Read the FAQ, watch the video on there, which is actually me coaching. You can see a video of me and what I do. And if you're interested in meeting with me, if you're interested in possibly entering into my three-month coaching program, which is what Glenn was mentioning there in the beginning of the podcast, I'd love to meet with you and talk about the possibility of us working with each other for the next three months and turning you into a bonafide girl magnet where the very problem that I spoke about today will be your reality. And I need to teach you how to deal with that kind of stuff because it will happen when you get really good with women. All right, gentlemen, I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays. Please stay tuned for the next one. Obviously, if you find value in my content, would very much appreciate a five-star review with some writing behind it. And I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>